0: When I was a little girl, my grandmother would start her day at the kitchen table with a cup of coffee. And when I would wake up, I would join her at that table and we would talk, we would laugh, and I would listen and I would learn. Sometimes she would talk to her girlfriends and I would soak it all in. They talked about life, they talked about love, But mostly she talked about being ferociously her, being her authentic self in a world that didn't always accept who she was, how she was, or that she was. But she didn't let that stop her. She made shift happen anyway. My granny's not with us anymore, but that doesn't mean the laughing and the learning has to stop. Join me, ladies and gentlemen, at my kitchen table and let's keep talking shift
1: you're listening to talking shift the podcast with your host marissa Marissa cupane talking shift is a trademarked production of marissa cupane international your source for coaching and consulting when you need a major shift in life or leadership have bag we'll travel (laughs) for more information Visit MarissaQPayne.com. Get you some good friends when you're going through your shift. That's the message here. For now, listen, learn, and laugh with your host, Marissa Q. Payne.
0: Emphasis on at the moment. Hey, family. Welcome back to Talking Shift, the podcast. I am your favorite host, Marissa Q. Payne. And... Laughing at my kitchen table, I guarantee you, is what is about to happen today. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. So <laughs> disruptive. Do you all have a bestie? Do you have a BFF? Do you have, you know, your person? <laughs> Finally, wrapping up our kind of introductory series, I am. I don't know if excited is the right, I'm excited. I was going to say, I don't know if excited is the right word, but um, I am excited to welcome to the Talking Shift studio, my person, my oldest and best friend, Living, (laughs) who came to this episode kicking, screaming, Cursing. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but because she loves me and she is um, a shift master herself, though she probably doesn't identify that way. She is here. She is a therapist professionally. She is a mom and super me-ma. Um, She is a dog mom. So many dogs, big dogs, little dogs, too many dogs. <laughs> she is the caregiver of caregivers. Um, she's uh, a California girl, and I am so excited to call her my bestie. Welcome to the stage, Trina Marie Roberts. Hi, bestie. Hello. <laughs> So why don't you start by sharing how we met?
2: <laughs> you
0: really going to talk about that? <laughs> Might as okay. well give some context to the people. Well, this is how they get to know me. And you have known me. Well, Jewel was on the show too. So she's known me a long time, but you've known me longer than my own daughter. Oh, well, you know, my sister knew me too, but you just know me in a different way, you know? So, are we talking 6th grade, 7th
2: grade?
0: You should probably start with 6th grade when you tried to steal my well, boyfriend. Well, so I was
2: trying to figure out what that was 6th grade or not.
0: I think it was because it was like the band It, thing. it was a
2: band thing where all, all the schools amazing. were coming together. <laughs> And that's where we met. I met him. Is that where you so met him? That's been where I met him. He, I, you know, I wasn't allowed to leave my house. A block <laughs> a block. A block around. Yeah, so that's where okay. I met him. And then we, he oh. and I exchanged numbers. We were talking or whatever we called it back in the day. Wait, so he was cheating in the sixth grade? Oh, yes, because you answered the phone one day when I called the house. And that's how we met.
0: <laughs> Damn, I didn't even know that's where this story was
2: going <laughs> here's why I said are you sure that's what you want me to talk about I don't remember that that's,
0: uh, yeah, that's uncle- hilarious
2: <laughs> oh
0: my gosh. Yeah. Well, our
2: official face-to-face meeting would have been seventh grade, <laughs> middle school. <laughs> so then, how did we become freaking
0: friends? You know, that part was a typing class, huh? Was it typing class, or did it happen in high school? No, middle school was for
2: sure because we had typing in middle okay. school.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We used to sing Superwoman. Well, wow. how how were we singing when we were supposed to be in class? <laughs>
2: I don't know. It was Superwoman and another song that I can't uh, remember at this moment, but no.
0: like we just really knew. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like if we meant it down in our souls. <laughs> so needless to say, we've been around a long, a long time. time.
2: And I think you <laughs> still dated him in seventh
0: grade after that. I, I was done with him by seventh grade. I was on to other people by seventh grade. Yeah, <laughs> And I cannot believe he cheated on me in the sixth grade. Now I'm going to bring him on the show and <laughs> have, have him speak for himself. You got some answering to do, yeah, sir. You're not, we're not going to mention you, but you know who you are. <laughs> Okay. So, oh that you know what that's really interesting cuz of course I'm having people that know me and have known me for a long time to to talk about what they know about me and their favorite shifts in my life. Oh, I mean, I have one. Oh, well then let me just be quiet then. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My favorite
2: shift of yours was one of the early times that you Separated from
0: I knew you was going to say that. I meant to say, you can't say divorce and you can't say business because that's what everybody has been saying. That was my (laughs) most favorite. (laughs) Okay.
2: I don't remember the cause of it at this time. But you left. Got your own place. I think Mm -hmm. you even shifted jobs. At that time. Mm -hmm. And you were thriving. You were living life. You were doing your own thing. The kids were still pretty young, but Yeah. And you just came out a whole nother whole nother person, a whole nother you were stronger, more independent, more um I mean, you always been
0: strong up here, (laughs) but you know, um You know they can't see you pointing to your brain, right?
2: <laughs> uh yeah you were more um just not taking as much crap
1: mm. mm-hmm. almost as if you okay
2: recognized your worth mm. that's what i saw out of that shift and i don't know where you went okay
0: so- so back up, we were in middle school oh, and then we just, I mean, I'm just saying, so we, we were talking type in class and then we went all the way to marriage and kids. So tell a little bit about, um, our relationship and how it, mm. why that would have even been significant to you. Tell, talk a little bit about how our relationship evolved. So we were friends in middle school.
2: Middle school went into high school.
0: Who were you in high school? Who was I in high school?
2: Um, the band geek. Mm-hmm. Where were you when my
0: dad passed away? You know, I don't know. I mean, we must have been going through a season at that time, maybe. I feel like I was there but I wasn't there. I knew it was happening mm-hmm. but I feel like there were other band people that were more supportive to you that year because oh, that was God. freshman year. That was
2: freshman year yeah. I, I
0: don't know if you stole another boyfriend or what. Oh, you
2: know we did have that issue in high school too.
0: <laughs> oh yeah we definitely freshman, did. Freshman year. Why
2: are we Friends. <laughs>
0: We definitely did, and I know it was the person with the breath situation, yes, right? it was. And you
2: know what? Yes! I think it was at the end of that that solidified it because I think at that point we got irritated at him. Together. Yeah,
0: oh, okay.
2: It was a mutual <laughs> like. Oh, you think you can do that? It was one of those. <laughs> we're not going for that. That—that's how that one ended.
0: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I knew it was something that there was some just a little tenseness there. But yeah, so we were in band together so band all together, throughout all
2: throughout. You did your thing. And you know, honestly, I think we were really separate. I think we came together more so after high school. Once mm-hmm. um
0: Mm-mm.
2: no, because you talked me into applying for college.
0: Mm-hmm. I was getting ready to say now. Now that's where I'm gonna have to stop yeah. you. Yeah, no, no, no,
2: no. It's coming <laughs> back to me. Give me a second. Yeah, no, no, no. Because no. yeah. you did. You talked me into going into to applying for college. Applied for college. Got into college. Was I already pregnant at that time?
0: That's what I was gonna say. That little terrible relationship that you had.
2: Okay, so that that's I'm, a little fuzzy for me. So you, oh, you. <laughs> 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 you know how summer works. You know the point. What <laughs> Like,
0: I don't know how I became your coach in high school, but baby, yeah, support you. Oh my gosh! Like, I supported you through a hard relationship, and you supported me through a hard relationship.
2: Mm-hmm. We didn't even know I that. Didn't. I didn't that that part. Literally, I I'm like, tell me more because I don't help me remember that. I remember the, the college thing right now as we're speaking.
0: I'm, a, I'm literally about to cry now. So you were in an abusive relationship in high school. And actually, so was I.
2: I don't think mine I wasn't that, physical.
0: Though. Yeah, mine wasn't physical in high school. But um, it eventually became physical. But I, I supported I like you... Yeah, I supported you through you know, a very hard relationship and then you you did get pregnant and then I went to college and I got pregnant and got off track.
2: Off tra- right, and I and and the people
0: yes. the people that had been my friends and were supposed to be my friends were my friends. So you were my friend. That, part.
2: <laughs> Literally, that that's 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 it. And because no one else could relate, no one else was in shoes. Correct. And I oh, oh, yes. Mm-hmm. I remember. I know it's coming
0: back, right? It is. And I
2: remember too, speaking of that that abusive relationship, I remember when it was very clear to me when you got when you were in Colombia. And I was asking my my mom and stepdad, hey, how much money does it take in gas to get to Columbia? Do I have enough to get there and get back? Mm. Mm-hmm. I remember, I wow.
1: remember that
0: conversation
2: they were in the living room.
0: Aww. yeah. We shifted together and didn't even know it. Yep. Wow. You got out of yours sooner than I did. (laughs) You know. So that then makes sense as to why you're saying that separation was big and you were proud. Yeah. Yeah, To bring us current. Um, That makes Mm -hmm. sense. Yeah. So now can you tell me a little bit about who you were then? Then? you already did that <laughs> someone who
2: didn't realize there were someone who was looking for love in someone else
1: mm-hmm.
2: not realizing I had it
0: and why do you think that was we're gonna do therapy for ourselves hey. today I was like I don't know where this is going <laughs> I need it cause you know this, they high <laughs> I was meeting with a girlfriend yesterday. She was
2: talking about yeah, I paid 185. I was like, I will get paid 185. I am not paying 185.
0: <laughs> anyway, bad. Um, insert the better help sponsorship.
2: <laughs> I think the 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 way I grew up, um, you know, children were to be seen and not heard. You were mm. I was um a daddy's girl, let's just be really honest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Teddy, where are you going? Where are you going? Where are you going? I was his shadow, leaning, yeah. you know, up and left. What was I supposed to do? So
0: he passed away, by the way.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, my mom was a meth. My sister did her thing.
0: Yeah. Mm, So there was a void that was filled by...
2: Someone who told me what to do, when to do, how to do
0: it.
1: Oh, well, this is Shania. Mm -hmm.
0: Man. And what's interesting is that before I was a coach, I say this all the time to people. I've been coaching my whole life. Same.
2: I've been a therapist my entire life. (laughs) before.
0: So I was coaching you... You know, like you said, you're like, you're the one told me college was a thing. You know, and I was like, you know, I was a women's coach at that women's empowerment. And yet I was in, you know, a relationship myself that was um, controlling and emotionally abusive. I had needs within myself that I wasn't even recognizing. Mm-hmm. Right. That made me also vulnerable. But you
2: recognize them in me. Correct. And then I recognize them in you. But to be able to do something yeah. different for ourselves Individually we weren't there at that time
0: Yeah And you know what the other thing we have In common and had in common was Loss mm-hmm. Grief yeah. yeah so you lost your Father in high school I lost my grandmother in college mm-hmm. Early in college um, You know I, I had some other losses My father and my paternal grandmother we eventually lost your mom, your sister, um, essentially your nuclear family. Literally. <sighs> and your stepfather. Right after Sean. <laughs> and new surrogate mom. Like you've experienced um, a lot of grief, has been a part of your story. Trina's grief. Yeah. Yeah. And you still love
2: yeah tomorrow's not promised so why not enjoy the time that you do have make the most of it
0: I remember um, you did a big road trip
2: (laughs) (laughs) oh my god people were holding a cow about my road trip after one
0: of those (laughs) after one of those transitions um, you drove from St. Louis to California alone why why not Because I didn't want you to do it. No, you and (laughs) so many others. No. Like, I'll come with you. Oh, no, absolutely not. No, thank you.
2: um, There's nothing for me personally that doesn't like the open road to just to be, to think, to clear your head. Um, It was a very cathartic trip for me. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I chose to take a similar route. That i had gone with my uncle who has now since passed away uncle jerry um and we i went and did stops that we had done as children um with mm-hmm. both my mom and my dad so went to the royal gorge um walked across the suspension bridge um and then baseball has been life so it just so happened the cardinals were at in colorado i was like oh wait mm-hmm. what time does the game start Math. <laughs> to been the match once the game yeah yeah
0: so that was therapy for that you that was absolutely therapy for me
2: i went back i think mm-hmm. i i got back home and i think i went back to work maybe two weeks later three weeks later mm-hmm. were there still tears were there still moments absolutely there still are uh but
0: but that was what i needed yeah how did you assuming right you have gotten to a place where you know your value yeah. and you feel better right in terms of self-love and self-worth how did you get there Ooh,
2: um trial and error poor mm-hmm. relationship after poor relationship and mm-hmm. just got tired of people not recognizing it not recognizing Mm. what i bring to the table what i can offer um the thing i can do bad by myself that's a thing that's a real thing and i i do great all by myself (laughs) (laughs) so if you cannot meet me with what i'm bringing
0: listen you're so funny. So, when when we visit each other, it's it's, it's a funny thing. Not if you ask Bridget. Speaking We're a little Thelma and Louise-ish, but also, you know, we like our own space. Yes. Since- and friend really likes things the way she likes things and she's just like what are you doing what are you touching why are you touching that why are you
2: everything (laughs) has its place in my life (laughs) bestie over there that's a different story yeah (laughs) (laughs) creative juices get flowing things are things are also flowing
0: everywhere for a while right like it could be like three weeks when I'm in that state and then one day I'll just wake up and I'll just be like okay time to bring order again
2: (laughs) at four o'clock in the morning
0: (laughs) you just throw that in there (laughs) oh man um so here's a good question so then what is it like watching a friend Live beneath their potential. Mm. Um, and what advice do you have for those who may be experiencing it?
2: Um, that's a loaded question. You can assist someone in seeing their worth, but you can't make them. You can provide opportunities. um, You can pray for them. But outside of that, until they're ready to see it, until they're tired of going through the same thing over and over again, they kind of have to go through their journey. Uh, So for me, it's more of being supportive and being present and ready for when they are.
0: Even if it's in the middle of the night in the rain. I mean, you
2: know, it doesn't matter. (laughs) Yeah. I have a, uh, what is it? The favorites that can break through my Do Not Disturb for a reason.
0: (laughs) Thank you, friend. You were there for me many times. Me and my three kiddos um, at random times when I thought I was ready, but I wasn't ready when I was ready today, but then, nope, I'm going back tomorrow. Um, and you never gave up on me. I'm so grateful for that. <laughs> I didn't give up on you. You did that. You did that. <laughs> and now you are um, confident in self-thriving and making a difference in meaningful ways in other people's lives, which is so dope. But a lot of people lose a lot of friends along the way because of relationships Mm -hmm. toxic relationships oh yeah for sure yeah um how do you self-care so that you don't end up like taking on somebody else's stuff oh it's called boundaries oh that's one of
2: my favorite topics my my clients my patients think oh are we really talking about yes we are really going to go here because this is I think boundaries is what's kept me sane and what, keep, what keeps me from, like you're asking, taking on things that aren't mine. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
2: What's within my control and what's not.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. You just make it seem like it's so simple. You know, and that's what my, <laughs>
2: my patients are always saying, you know, it's, and, I, and I do. I say easier said than done, but the other side of it is I'm okay with me. Mm-hmm. so sad friend can be mad that said friend can be not okay with what I'm saying with a boundary that I'm setting I'm it, I'll be ready when you're ready but
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah but that,
2: I mean honestly that is um that that's genuinely how I live life
0: got it and I imagine you got there through, like you said, um, you know, relationships that didn't go the way you wanted them to For go. Sure. Life disappointments, life being life, grief mm-hmm. taught you um, some things that really have got you to a place where you kind of are centered and grounded. It's and,
2: protecting my peace. Yeah. Another mantra I have, protecting my peace. Is this is this something I control? Is this a boundary that's being pushed? Am I, you know, what's going on with that? Um, you can't get rid of, me, rid of me and I can't get rid of you.
0: So you are peaceful with four, what, four dogs? So peaceful. What? What is, <laughs> you know, <laughs> there's
2: a continuum when I say peaceful.
0: Because <laughs> you have what type of so I have gods? two
2: Yorkies and essentially two Saint Bernards.
0: Hmm.
2: You should have mentioned the shift that I've had with. Oh animals. my goodness! So it would have been that sad, same trip, I think. <laughs> Can we talk about that trip real quick? Uh-oh. What? What? Why were you coming in town? What was? <laughs> hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So this wasn't even my dog that I had, I don't think, at the time. This was my San Diego BFFs dog that I had, right?
0: I just want to say, for the record, when we were, when we were children, you had a oh, dog. I, oh, you were terrified. Dog.
2: <laughs> I had Princess, the German Shepherd, and I had dog, the Britney Spaniel. <laughs> you were not a fan.
0: So I've been subjected to this basically against my will all my life. <laughs>
2: And then you came to visit, we went somewhere to eat by the water, and I show up with a Yorkie at the Mm -hmm. restaurant. And you were like,
0: what? And they served the dog before they served me. (laughs) You were fit to be tied. You were
2: like, only in (laughs) in (laughs) California. That's San Diego. That's this. That's (laughs) that. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't want to get in trouble because I know it's a lot. I'm actually thinking about so she. I've gone from disdain to actually considering having a dog. Having well, and you know the, the funny thing about that is you life. didn't even
2: let on that you were remotely liking the dog until after you left. It's just so <laughs> you. <laughs> You were like, it was kind of cute. <laughs> Threw on me, yeah. So you know, shift could happen. Shift happen. It could happen <laughs> until you called me on FaceTime and saw Musa and Taka the same dog.
0: Until I saw the big dog, <laughs> you were like, okay,
2: wait a minute. What's
0: like? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so we have to, you know. I'm told that they're very good you know, friends and they're, they're, you know, loving and supportive and they make you exercise because you got to get outside. I can think of a lot of reasons to, you know, integrate this into my new life. I can also think of a lot of reasons not to though. So we're not talking about those. We're talking about positive things right now. (laughs) So we'll see. I'm excited for that. This. Can we also talk about the shift that you've made in joining the podcast and actually having oh. fun? <laughs> I told you it wouldn't be bad. And what richness have we shared and, and discovered? And you were not lying when you said kicking, kicking and screaming. screaming. I don't know that I was cursing though, but I was
2: definitely kicking and screaming <laughs> this is not something I would normally do. For
0: a fact, for anybody, but you. But it was you have really like. We, we really opened up and uncovered some pretty juicy stuff that, um, I mean, helps me understand me a little bit more, you know, I don't, I don't, I've talked about, you know, being in an abusive relationship before, um, you know, and the physical aspect stopped early, yep. you know, um, very, very early, With, really after like the first, second after year. you left. Yes.
2: The shift yeah. that I was referring to, that's when that stopped.
0: Correct. Correct. I, I, I spent a year in therapy. I did, you know, I didn't know that I could take care of my kids by myself. You know, I, I got to a better place. And, you know, I came back to the relationship with the understanding in terms that, you you know, I'm not going to dim my light anymore. You know, if this is going to work, you've got to accept me for me and what I come with um, and and so we you know agreed to do that and and for the most part, I was thinking that we did, you know, until I was thinking that we did
2: and, and I think you guys <laughs> did for a while,
0: yeah for a while yeah yeah shift shift happens, you know, and so that's the thing like um where are you when you think about humans and change you know can they will they oh, sure yeah I,
2: I think they most definitely can if i wouldn't be in this line of in my line of work if i didn't i think sometimes okay. people need cheerleaders people need people to you know point out um that they have choices and that they have the Mm -hmm. power to make a different choice. Uh, I think if Mm -hmm. individuals understand why they do what they do, um, they -hmm. can have a better understanding. Mm -hmm. Also, from that understanding, can gain power for them to do something different.
0: So you're not in the, of the... Once an abuser, always an abuser. Once a low self worth, always low self worth, you know, that kind of thing, that philosophy.
2: No, I think if an individual wants to change, they can change. And if, you know, when it comes to the abuser, I think, let me back up. There is a lot of work that has to be done for an individual to do something different. If the mm-hmm. individual is willing to do that work, the shift can really happen but that Mm -hmm. work is hard it's not pretty it's not comfortable and a lot of people Mm -hmm. don't like to be uncomfortable
0: yeah and i think that a lot of um women this we're um well i will not say digressing but you know, women in, uh, women or men in abusive relationships get um, criticized, I think, for, you know, like going back a lot of times, um, and that's common. I think what people don't realize, you know, what you're saying is each of those dynamics is a shift,
1: yeah.
0: right? That's That's the hard work that you're talking okay. about. If you have been, like you said, from an early age, you know, your formative years in a relationship where you're looking for validation from a man in your case, um, or a woman, whatever, and expecting them to give you and determine for you, your worth and value. And that carries with you for 20 years or however long, it's not going to shift. Overnight, you're gonna have some more of those relationships, but the the time in which you're in them will be I shorter think. and shorter, mm-hmm. right? And the next one will be shorter and you'll start picking up quicker, yep. those right? People expect are ju- so stop judging people oh. and love them through it, knowing that they're working through the journey. Um, give them grace because it's not easy to work through that
2: shift. Well, the, <laughs> the J word that you used um, is a lot of reason why people don't stick with their so-called friends when they're going through yeah. shifts. Because uh, there is so much judgment. That yeah. is one of the rules in my, in my space of, of work, in my therapy room. Check your judgment at the door. And that's yeah. not just with your with the peers that are in the room, but that's also with self.
0: With yourself. Woo. Check your judgment at the door. That's good. I say judge less, love more. Uh, I love We you, generally Nancy. say the same
2: things, just in different language.
0: I know. <laughs> I've been wondering for a minute why in the world we were friends. <laughs> I'm just saying, but this has been such a friendly reminder as to why. I am so proud of Aww. you. As I am. Yeah. I don't think I um tell you that ever.
2: <laughs> nice job. I love that <laughs> I was truth.
0: Gonna say enough, but ever. Um, you are the wind beneath my wings, friend.
2: Don't let me cry.
0: Love I you. Thank you. Me. Thank you so very you're much. Welcome. Anything else you want to leave with the listeners? Where can they find you, connect with you? I know that obviously you're licensed in California, can't necessarily serve everywhere, right. but
2: um, email MFT at gmail.com
0: awesome. How fortunate your clients are to
1: have you and how fortunate I am to have you as bestie. Thank, Thank you. you You've been listening to Talking Shift, the podcast with your host, Marissa Q. Payne. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend, like or subscribe for future episodes and leave us a review. Talking Shift is a trademark production of Marissa Q. Payne International, your source for coaching and consulting when you need a major shift in life or leadership. For more information, visit MarissaQPayne.com or follow us in social spaces at Marissa Cupain.